Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Airbnb, Verbo, Booking.com, and TripAdvisor, they all got something in common. They're suffocating themselves. But before we get into that, let me break down these businesses' models so you can understand how they generate incredible amounts of cash flow each month. Let's say you have a triplex in some popular city. Now, usually you could charge, say, $1,500 per unit in rent, which would give you $4,500 total revenue for the month. Okay, so now let's say we take one of those units, we put it on Airbnb, and we rent it out for $250 a night. That's about $100 cheaper than what you could stay at a hotel for. So even if you only rented that unit for like half the month, you're still making about $11,000 a month, which is almost three times more than what you could get on a long-term rental. And on top of that, the short-term rentals are way under-regulated, which means a lot of times they can skirt around tax and legislation rules that apply to a lot of the hotels which is why there's been a ton of inventory in the single family and multifamily space starting to transition into these short-term rentals. And that's the problem. Now, I'm sure if you're watching this, you're aware there's a bit of a housing crisis going on right now in both the single family and the multifamily market. Rates are rising, supply is dwindling, and it's getting harder and harder for buyers to buy. And when it gets harder to buy, people start to rent. But what do you do if there's nowhere to rent? Now there's a lot of different places we could point the finger, but the boogeyman right now that's getting a lot of flack is the short-term rental market. So while a lot of other real estate markets are starting to dwindle or slow in their growth, the Airbnb, the short-term rental, it's continuing to grow. It's like 22% in the first quarter of the year, which is way up on pre-pandemic numbers. So the growth is insane and it's only predicted to continue, which all just sounds a little bit too good to be true. So the question is, When's it all gonna fall apart? Well, probably not anytime soon. So for those that are thinking that the recession might slow this down, you might wanna think again, because a recession could actually be a boon for this industry. Now, the biggest thing that could pose a risk to the short-term rental market is legislation. And we're already seeing a pushback in some of the larger cities in terms of regulating how many Airbnbs or short-term rentals that you can have at any given point, trying to start to bring more supply back online for long-term rentals. And this is what I mean when I say these companies are suffocating themselves. They're growing so fast and putting so much supply on the market that they're really just pissing people off. And it's not just people in the lower income brackets that are pushing back against the Airbnb effect. It's also people in the more affluent neighborhoods who are pushing back and saying, we don't want this here. New York City actually just recently passed an ordinance that said the minimum stay for a short-term rental has to be 30 days. So effectively a month-to-month lease. San Francisco passed a similar law and added the the boot that you have to be a resident of the city. So making it even harder to own one of these short-term rentals. 
And this was all to just curb outside investors who didn't live in the city from coming in, buying up supply and then renting it and profiting it. But the truth is that over half the people are just skirting around the regulations anyway. In the end, the government is slow and a lot of these regulations are really hard to enforce. So I don't think the end of the short-term rental market's in sight anytime soon, but eventually taxes and regulation will catch up and everything will start to even out. Just a matter of time. It's important to remember that this is a relatively new market and it's still kind of going through its growth phase and trying to figure out where it's going to fit in the macroeconomic environment. But the one thing that's for sure is that eventually the government's going to want to get its nut and it's going to crack down with legislation that's going to make these a little bit less profitable. I don't know if it spells doom for the entire industry, but it's not going to be the cash cow that it is today which is personally why we don't invest in short-term rentals. We stay in multifamily because it's a proven time-tested resource that everybody needs and it's gonna continue performing from now and long into the future. So if you want more content around multifamily investing, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you enjoyed this, hit the like, leave a comment. We'll see you in the next video. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.